Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Hello, we got another Open Micer Comedy Podcast. Tonight's guest, Jordan Perry, Perry, Perry. Jordan Perry is amazing comedian. To be honest, I don't think he even qualifies as a guest because he's definitely not an open micer. Oh, I definitely am an open micer. I mean, you go to open mics, but when you say open micer, usually means you suck on some level uh, and you don't suck at all. Do you I, think that's true? Why I often think about that. What's the difference between an open micer and a comedian? I think like an open micer tends to be like a bit more unhinged where like their, their motivation is more because like... They're kind of like fucked up, I guess. Hmm. Whereas um, talking about comedians in general. a comedian <laughs> is a bit more professional in the sense that like they're, they're so regimented that they become successful at it. And I don't know. I guess Are, open micer is, is another term of, uh, as like rookie. Yeah, it is a, I mean, people use it as an insult to be like, yeah. you're an open micer, like to say yeah. like you're bad at comedy or yeah, you're yeah, like a rookie. Yeah. So but in I mean, that sense, you're totally not it. And I'm a big fan of your comedy. I'm your number oh, one fan. Thank you. I'm your number one fan. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I, I, wish I, got, I, I wish I got to hear his stuff now. I'm, I'm He's really good. Curious. He is okay. really good. I'm really a so, fan so, of his what, what are your what's your material like then? Oh, I don't. That's the number one question you get asked, I think, when yeah. you do comedy is what's like, I think, it, what's your shtick? I get that a lot. But I, I just do anything that I think is funny. I don't mm-hmm. try to be. I think I roll my eyes. I like most comedy. The only stuff I roll my eyes at is when people think that they have like a, a other reason other than to be funny uh-huh. to do comedy. Like I'm trying to speak truth to power, or like, <laughs> like just be funny. That's all people want. All right, thoughts on Hannah Gatsby? <laughs> I don't care. I'll talk about it. Uh, I thought it was a horrible stand-up special, but a really good one-woman show. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I'm a number one fan. Yeah, yeah. I think. What do you can, think? Oh, I fucking hate her. I uh, wish her <laughs> got you know hit by a bus. I always criticize that. Horribly, like her yeah. style is actually, to me, reminds me of Hannah Gatsby. Like I want to choke him. Like after he, <laughs> you he think saw my her set. style. Yes, really. You never saw me do comedy, but no. but there's nothing. Okay, so but, but her style is like very storytelling. But her, his comment actually made okay. me want to quit comedy when he said, "You, you remind me of Hannah Gatsby." But it's like, true. Fuck like, you. Like a better storyteller. I don't know. There's Mike yeah. Birbiglia. He's really good at telling stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so is uh, uh, Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer's amazing. His next oh, special yes. is really good. The thing is, I, I, I actually when I see it on. YouTube, I don't think he's that funny, but I actually went to see him live. Yeah. He has this like ability to really bring people together and like into his story. Like he's mm. more excited. I'm really curious now. Did yeah. you like a Gatsby special? We got two against it. Uh, I did not. And I I only saw like five minutes of it before like <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've watched it all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> I just every time I sit down I wanna watch a special, I want I'm expecting to like laugh a lot. Yeah. It's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. 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 I, can I say something about your like my take of your uh your your your, your performance? Oh, go ahead. Uh, let me put it in a, f- a subtle way. Okay, you're you're not doing the very typical urban stuff. If you urban. know what I'm oh, talking about, oh, 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 urban. Oh. <laughs> urban. What do you mean by urban? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. There's a. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not a bad thing. You know, I like that comedy jam and whatever. Right, but right. It's just so that's why you know you you kind of set yourself differently than just all comics in, uh, in general i saw you the first time at the at the competition which i'm yes. still i don't i didn't Wait, see tell the me f- about this competition oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. 
Yeah, someone's buzzing. I uh, I was in the LA Top Comic Competition. Mm-hmm. I uh, I placed fourth both rounds. The first oh, round, okay. fourth was good enough to get into the finals, yeah. but fourth in the finals meant I did not place. So I didn't get any money or any spots. How is your second? Uh, I saw the first one. What, what about the final? Second set was really good. The, the final. I thought I did a good job in the finals, but it's one of those. It's a competition, so it's like yeah, it's two thirds audience. The so pick the Chinese girl. Is this competition <laughs> well, like she, all in you, one night? Like, how does it work? It's it's uh, it was two nights, and uh, each night it was like two thirds audience vote, one third judge vote. So it's like, I mean, a lot of stand up competitions when it's only audience vote, it does feel just like whoever brings the most people will win, which oh, is see. normally yeah. what happens. It's I think sleazy, it's sleazy, but I mean, it's whatever. It's, like, it's I mean, it's like a lot of people like roll their eyes at it, or like even has comics mm-hmm. be like. They would enter the competition, they would get in, but they didn't bring people. But mm-hmm. it's like, you entered the competition. Like, you saw the rules. Like, why would mm-hmm. you not oh, yeah. try and, you know. How many did you bring for the final? I brought eight people, and I still didn't place in the top three. Because, I, I mean, I think the first group brought, like, 20 people. I but. didn't see the final, but I saw the one, like, before. What is, what is it? Is this semi-final? What is that? The, the yeah, the semi-final. I brought, like, again, eight people, but I think another person brought, like, 20 but people. I, I, don't underst- I don't know the rules about bringing people, but in my personal there opinion, are no rules. I think you're funnier than the final winner. I oh. think the final winner of the night I saw is end up being the winner. I, I don't fucking care. I'm not going to bring her on this podcast anyway. Oh, what? I think you're so much funnier. Oof. You're that so one. much funnier than her. Oh, and and it's not even... She's very funny, too, though. It, I know, but it's not even to a level of personal preference or, or style is different. Sometimes I can oh, argue, man. oh, you guys are a different comic, but come on. What, tell me more about like the chick who won. Like, she, she's her good. Style. She's good. She's okay. a, uh, she's, I think she's uh, Chinese American, but she's born here. Oh, okay. And she has this like um, Asian jokes. Okay. Not, not hacky. Is I think oh. it's funny, okay. but yeah. predictable. Well. I would say predictable. Hmm. Maybe it's because because it's from my perspective. Because I'm Chinese. I'm Chinese. Right. So it doesn't wow me. Maybe. Well, that, it, yeah. You've probably had those same thoughts when you were writing jokes. And I, so I avoid jokes like that. You avoid jokes like that. Not because I think I'm funnier than that. It's just because I feel like it's too easy. It's, yeah. too, it's low-hanging fruit, what, in my what, opinion. What do you think is too easy? Like, the accent? I know a lot of Asian comics have a difficulty struggling how to address, like, mocking their parents' accent in a bit, you know? Like, it depends. <laughs> like, I feel like the accent can be a really cool, good, uh, like, uh, item in your toolbox. Right. When you are, for example, okay, so Eddie and Murphy. And it's a part of your identity is that your parents are from another country. Yeah. And so they talk it's, differently. So Eddie Murphy had the joke about the family cookout. Yeah. And he does all kind of accents, yeah. right? But the funny thing is what happened. And the, the, the accent mm-hmm. just make it better. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. only have the accent, some sound like not just Chinese, like Asian comics or whatever ethnicity, which is like for the sake of laughing at the accent itself. Yes. That I find really, really uncreative. But that's not what she did. I, I'm just okay. saying. I have nothing against her. I just think you're so much funnier <laughs> than anybody on that stage. That's what I told Jordan. I said, why are you still here? Okay. <laughs> Tell me more about this competition yeah. as far as like the competitive aspects of it like how is it different than like say like a Jean-Claude Van Damme tournament movie what do you mean in terms of like the tournament aspects hmm, what do you mean like I, I like like do uh, do the announcers like hype things up no with, no, like, no 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 it's just like effects? it's just like, like there's a host uh okay. everyone goes up and then at the end of the night the audience has a ballot and they can write down four names because there's four people mm-hmm. who live and okay and uh, again, it's two thirds audience vote, one third judge vote. I don't know how they tap. Is there that. like a roasting section? No, or no, is no, it no, no, purely no, 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 no. comedy. Oh, I, I, I just do your set. Oh, it's okay. I actually it's know the set. organizer, sort of. You yeah. know, is a, a, who is it? Jason. Uh, Jason. Uh, He's a good guy. Jason.
Jason Rogers, uh, yeah. he's this Korean comedian uh, who's adopted by this white uh, parents. Okay. And he produces a lot of show across uh, American the country. American Me Comedy, I think it's called. Yeah, huh? so basically his turf is all the improvs, like not just really? Hollywood improv, but, oh, but uh, like, you know, Bria like improv, yeah. Miami improv, yeah, all like around the country. The winner gets to do like eight spots at like, I think six clubs here in mm-hmm. LA and the surrounding areas and then two in New York. So it was a good okay. prize. Plus I think it's $200, but the spots are probably the more valuable thing yeah yeah basically that's and kind I, of funny how my mind kind of defaulted into this like this kind of blood sport ish like yeah. total <laughs> yeah. like extreme drama like people are insanely petty like oh, oh like, really like, <laughs> I, I feel like the first at least the first the the thing the the the, the first run i saw it's the room it's not that tough no okay it's no pretty, it, I, I wouldn't say it's an easy room but it's a pretty uh pretty good room every competition i've been at i mean my if you're trying to get a tape enter a stand-up competition because you're gonna do your best stuff and then the mm-hmm. audience is just primed to laugh like oh. they're, they're just because they know that it's a big deal. Have you been in like a roasting competition? Like, I've done roast battle. Okay, so uh, the, the is, is that a lot one? more sadistic than like define sadistic? Are you talking about the or, comedy yeah, store yeah, belly yeah, room? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did it several years ago. Or I mean, like mean spirited. I mean, I guess yeah. This is a, the competition isn't mean spirited at all. It's oh. just like <laughs> everyone does their set, and yeah. then the audience and judges, depending on the rules of the competition, uh, pick winners, uh-huh. and then usually some sort of cash prize. Or and this time it was like spots and cash prize you know they i think they have their like comedy central has like this new show i don't even know if it's out yet but like it's like the inverse of a roast where like the the comedic objective is to like compliment somebody oh yeah i think uh i can't remember it's called um toast challenge or toast off or something like that i know that uh... yeah but um so how many competitions have you taken you know participated so far I think that was my fourth one, and uh, yeah, competitions. Is are, it worth it? It depends. Like the first two, I, I think the first one I lost because I wasn't ready, and the people in the competition were just better than me. That's why I didn't place. The next two, actually, the first two, I think I lost because I wasn't ready. Then I did another one. And it was in San Francisco, and uh, I lost because I didn't bring enough people. I definitely should have placed higher. I think, mm-hmm. but uh, I was in San Francisco, so I didn't know anybody. So obviously. People yeah. who were on the competition uh, were from San Francisco. And they could bring people out, and it was all audience vote. It was 100 percent audience vote. Oh, and, they didn't even, and, and they didn't even have to like like I liked this one because you got to write down four names. So it's like yeah. you can vote for the person you're there for, and then yeah. also other people you thought were funny. But this was just audience applause. So it, and then the guy on stage, I felt like it even got more applause than the than the person that <laughs> than the other people that you know that advanced. But uh, I think he just brought he he knew that other people brought people, so he kind of are they kind of rigged. It's a some I mean, level. It, there's so many general, different types of competitions. So some of them are a little more rigged than others. But again, it's like just get what you can get out of it. Like that competition in San Francisco, I got a good tape out of it because the room was per, prime for laughter, and you know I was doing my best stuff because it was a competition. Cool. Yeah. I wonder what it'll look like in the future when, like, you know, clapping's not allowed and, and they jazz <laughs> hand it. Like clapping is not allowed because it's like ableist. What kind of dystopian like future are you talking? So you about? have to like like jazz hand like this. Yeah. So like like I guess that has to be a visual thing. To, are like, you imagining in the future people aren't going to have hands? No, they're going to have. I I don't know. I guess everything is kind of ableist, but <laughs> but I, I guess jazz handing is less ableist. So it, it's why would people not clap? Because like if you clap, it's it's too um, annoying for 
Um, it's like an interruption for either people that are deaf or like autistic. <laughs> yeah. Are you Sometimes autistic? I like to cry into his mouth. Yeah. And see what are you, are you autistic? Yeah, practically. I'm, I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I definitely have a lot of autistic uh, traits. Really? Yeah. Uh, do you think you have autism? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, think you I, have autism. I'm borderline, yeah. yeah. You yeah. ever scream in front of me? It's, well, well mm-hmm. you know. Have you ever been tested for autism? No, but so, I, I've self-tested and I'm pretty, self-tested. pretty darn close. Yeah, yeah. I'm like one point away. Yeah. You can. I don't. I don't trust that you can self-test yourself. Yeah. Onto something that's that's like a medical condition. I think my friend used to say, "What if I'm retired and everyone's just being really nice?" <laughs> I've always thought that. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of interested about. Um, okay, so I'm into. I'm sort of two years in, mm-hmm. right? I'm still mm-hmm. trying to find my way in, and I only moved to U uh, to to LA like a year ago. So you look like a veteran to me, right? Oh, yeah. You definitely know a lot more about me. And obviously I think most people at some point they want to get on the stage of like one of the three bigger clubs, you right. know, Laugh Factory, the store and the Hollywood Improv. Mm-hmm. Like like what how? Like how do <laughs> I think um I as someone who often complains about not being on stage at the big clubs, I think that that is the worst thing you can do. I think uh, a lot of comedians, especially in L.A., they you can see it in their face where they, they want to do just the cool spots, which is like mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. 830 and 1030 yeah. at, in the belly room or not, in the main, in main yeah. room or, or, or the, OR, the yeah. comedy store, or, you know, at the improv. At the light. They want to do those shows. But it's like if you really, really want to be good at this, I think you have to be able to do all rooms. Like I drove uh, like three and a half hours to like somewhere outside of L- L.A. Mm-hmm. to a bar and almost no one was there for the show and it was mostly just the people who were like working at the bar people on the show people who yeah, were on the show yeah that's dedication mm-hmm. you know and then but then it's like we drove all this way are you really gonna not put in 100% effort to like put on a show and so you know mm-hmm. still was able to have a good set we had a good show and it was fun mm-hmm. but it's like if you can't do that then you don't deserve to perform and the good clubs and the good spots and the good times you know in my opinion so how do you we wiggle your way in like in terms of the hustle you just side keep, of it? You keep uh, keep doing it. You keep mm-hmm. being out here. I mean, it's just like how long does it take? How many years does it take? Like I don't know how how long have you been living in L.A. Some people this takes no years. Some people they move to L.A. They go to the comedy store or the Laugh Factory, the Improv. Mm-hmm. They get on stage and they kill it, and then they're in. That happens for some people. Some really? people it's years and years and years and years. I mean, you never know. I just think you can't worry about that because I yeah. think that that kind of attitude, that kind of mindset. I mean, you're an, an artist. I think in anybody who's an artist should just not think about the end goal, which is like all the what they consider to be success. Mm-hmm. And you should just try and f- get as much practice as you can. I think particularly with stand up. There's just a lot of people I see where like I think that the reason why they're not uh, doing as well on stage is that they don't look like they're enjoying it because they think they deserve to be up. Oh, and- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like people like to watch someone up there who looks like they're having fun. And it's easy to have fun when you're, mm-hmm. you know, going up at 930 in the OR in front of a packed room. That's easy. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if you're in a shitty show in a shitty part of town with no people yeah. Yeah. and you look like you don't want to be there, then guess what? You're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So how many how many like times do you go up per week? Um, I mean, now I'm not hitting as many spots as I should because I'm really now I'm at the point where because it's like 
I think it's another type of comic in LA, like open mic, I guess, who's like preparing for the hour special no one's going to book them for. And it's like they're, <laughs> they're open micing every day, every day. They're like, I can do three and a half hours. It's like, yeah. okay, well, you're going to do seven. So, <laughs> half seven, you know? <laughs> so, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to like get more quality spots. But again, I've been at it for eight years now. So, it's like, I don't need to like, I don't know. I still mic probably every day at least once but like in my peak i was doing like i think the most spots i hit was maybe five times in one night jesus back, back in the day you could do that the back in the day there's a whole there's a whole different set of open mics in probably the city. easier to park back then too <laughs> no, no la is always sucks yeah it kind of always sucks I guess you're right but yeah i think i've seen about maybe three generations of open mics that have been popular since i moved to la hmm. so like when I first moved out here, there was a whole different set of mics run by different set of people, different rooms, mm-hmm. and like those rooms die, and then new rooms pop up. Like, but back in the day, I don't know if they exist necessarily anymore. But you used to be able to like go to like Rock Paper on Santa, uh, Santa Sunset, and like that would start at four, and then you could go like to like two o'clock in the morning at some spots. So I think you can still do it on Melrose. Now they have like those four. slotted. Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's was the one thing that's really different, and also the slotted ones are like kind of tough though, because it was like. When everyone's It's a really tough room Like nobody's paying attention There's only like Eight people yes. Per hour So that's Eight people is all you get Sometimes it's only like Two other people Yeah there's right. something about Like the The ones that are the type To like Like predestine themselves That are extra impatient <laughs> As an The ones where you, where you When you sign up Online Yeah, yeah. Slot it for fun. yeah. I do that all the time Well I think yeah. also Because people just, They don't want to waste everyone's money so it's like if you paid five dollars okay, everyone's yeah. invested but sometimes they're too invested and they'll laugh at everything mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. not good but then oh, also it's like they won't laugh at everything <laughs> no <laughs> that never happens but I've, been in, never I've, I've been in rooms where I feel like everyone was killing just because we were all like we all paid five dollars we're all mm-hmm. like it just and that's I wish well, that's I, cool. I was in that that's room that's a good room <laughs> yeah but you want some tough rooms too yeah you want you gotta, you gotta do every type different, different type of room that's kind of what I, I guess I was saying before is that you have to do everything what's the toughest room you ever ever done like recently the one that's still around the toughest room i've ever done was uh i emceed a burlesque show in boston and uh, wait they still have burlesque shows like like in lawn rouge or something it's like a big thing are you opening for the show or whatever no i emceed so i got bring the dancers and and this was not in vegas too no 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 no. this was in boston it was like i guess like wow it was like it was like a uh, party whatever what kind uh, of people go to like burlesque it was like an office like a, a, a a company it was like their party i guess and so like they invited so what year was this is this even at work appropriate like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> max was fascinated by the show itself okay so so you said it's like it's tough because they don't want to see you they want to see right. the titties that's 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 the first thing also there was no stage so and they were and it was open bar so they were all wasted and they're all just oh. standing in front of me no see it's just standing and it's Jesus. like and when you're doing stand-up and everyone's sitting and you're standing you have the power but just mm-hmm. like group of people standing all facing you it's like a mob it's like (laughs) that seems antagonistic it was it was very you you know what you do to like a standing audience you you perform metal right yeah right yeah you do something tough yeah you don't yeah but comedy you sit down yeah it was a little uh it was a little uncomfortable that was a tough one i kept Forgetting all of the dancers' names, <laughs> I brought them up. Jeez. I was just nervous. So uh, as well. I want to get more into this burlesque thing. I don't You're know. So interested. I don't, I don't know <laughs> anything know, like, about this. Like, I assume this is like she's very sexually this. frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> she got to the bottom of it. 
I, I assume it's like classier than just a strip joint. Right? I mean, what, what's like, your view? Do you think they are classier ladies than uh, the the ladies of the night? Like, okay, so, uh, so let's put it in this way: you have the hookers on the street. Is for men. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. In the that's club, thought. and then you have the burlesque dancers. Do you think there's a hierarchy in terms of how big of a I oh, imagine I'm oh. <laughs> the hoeish level. Do you think they're less of a hoe if they're a last dancer I mean, and more of a hoe when they're like selling on I the street? Know. I corner? would say, I would say, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would say, I guess they both have their artistic merits. It depends on how much, <laughs> depending on how much you put into it. I mean, you could do, I mean, you know, not every stripper's Picasso, but <laughs> <laughs> not every stripper's Picasso. But you know that can be interpreted in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, Picasso? <laughs> like, do they look like a painting of theirs? Or yeah. Are I they mean, skilled? <laughs> I don't know. Because I've heard like strippers who, who are like, or even porn stars who are like, I'm not a hoe. This is just a just work for me. You know, do you think they're hoes? I don't know. Are we, are Society. We, are we all hoes? Yeah. I think I'm a hoe. I'm like, I get on stage to go. Please like yeah, me. Comedians like are exactly all the that, same. We as We are attention whores. Yeah. No, like, we, we're general. completely we're mouth whores. We'll say anything yeah. for a laugh. Yeah. Really? Anything. I will. I'll say anything for a laugh. So you don't you don't mind if it's a cheap laugh or anything? Uh, I think it depends. I don't think there's no such thing as hack. There's just whack. So, so like, what what defines? Okay, this is something I want to talk about for a long time. Like, what is hacky? Like, I know when it's hacky, but like, I think it's when it's defined. been yeah. done, when it's been done before, and the person doing it is doing it badly. Like when I like if not just badly, but it's an imitation of what's been. Okay, done. give yeah. me an example. Uh, give me an imitation example. Of it. Guy went went up on stage and he said. You know, give it up for all the ladies in the room, and it's just a round of applause. And I just almost want to puke every time when that happens. This happened, like really? Yeah. Oh, really? He said, "Give it up for the ladies in the room." Yeah. But that's not hacky for no humor. reason. That's just and like what, virtue and signaling. What was the uh, was he host or was he just his set? No, he said that's how he began. What was the context? His set. What was the context? I forgot was, I was in San Francisco. But I think did he? It, did he ha- have like a joke about women or anything after that? I forgot. I just checked out at that oh, really? moment. I think it's either Punchline or Cobbs. I was at you know, one of the bigger clubs yeah. in San Francisco, and I've seen that but, some. Oh, yeah, all but the that's time. not a joke example. Give a joke okay. example. I don't know. Like some really. Uh, I mean, I think something people think is like hacky is like much. any traffic joke. Not really. I don't ever think hacky. you can. I, I think you can do a good joke about air, airplanes or airport, even though everybody has a joke about airport. I think something that is hacky uh, is just something that I, I, when I hear it, I can go, oh, someone else has this joke. Someone else has this joke. Oh, someone else has this joke. Yeah. And you're telling it the exact same way. Also, if you're going to do it, your version better be the best. That's a good point. I, I, yeah. I've heard somebody stealing jokes on stage, though. Oh, really? I'm not going to tell what uh, is, is in one of the bigger clubs in, in L.A. And I'm not going to tell who. I'm not going to say which show. But you saw someone steal jokes? Like you heard so, so first time he, he told a joke that's a Theo Vaughn joke. But oh, really? it's a tape of Theo Vaughn many years ago. Like he uh-huh. was just a boy wearing this cap, right? <laughs> and then this joke is so fucking similar. But I was like, maybe you have the same. Ex- it's about Theo Vaughn has a, a dad who's really old right and the, the premise is the same the punchline is the same so when i heard that i'm like okay maybe it's a coincidence this guy also had a dad you know old dad yeah and then he stole another joke from 
from like a Reddit clip. Mm. Uh. Like somebody posted on the stand up comedy or stand up subreddit of mm. his set really? about something about retail. I'm not going to get into the details. And they were calling him out for stealing jokes? No, 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 no. I said I witnessed him. Oh, I'm like, okay. that's a fucking joke thief. Because there's no way like two jokes exactly the same from two different people. I don't know. It depends know. on the jokes because it could just be like really common thoughts. And he's No, it's not. It's wait, very just, specific. Do you think oh, really? like the yeah. comedic community does enough to shame joke thieves? Okay, the first one is about his dad being 70 something years old. Yeah. Like that's not very common. Like I don't have a dad right, like right, that. Right, right, Second one is about working for like retail and blah, blah, blah. Not I'd, have to hear, I'd have to hear the bits but yeah. I mean again I mean, I don't know I don't want to go out and you know accuse him of being a joke thief yeah, I'm not going to accuse him but, but, yeah, but I saw him funny. like yeah. that's a fucking thief I think but <laughs> bottom line you can't say the person is a hack if you just know, have heard that material before in other places okay so what do you think is a hack I think it's just people who do common material can you give, give me an example like a general example okay, you don't have to go into the me. specifics like what well, do you think like uh, for example like Asian Oh, here's something like, that was kind okay. of uh, uh, in the news that Lily Singh show. Remember when people were calling her out for stealing jokes? She, oh, yeah. Some girl called her out because she did a set on Comedy Central or with Comedy Central and it had a similar joke to what Lily Singh had. The joke is basically you're like lying next to your boyfriend and he's like swiping on his phone, swiping on his phone, swiping uh-huh. on his phone. You're like, oh, your fingers do work. <laughs> which is like. Jesus. <laughs> which is like, uh, like, I mean, it's like an okay joke. Uh, but uh, she. Called out Lily Singh and said that she stole the joke. I honestly heard the mm-hmm. joke. And I'm just like, I think both of you are just hacky. <laughs> I think it's a shitty joke. Why do you want to take credit for this? Right, right. Thing. Yeah, you're like freaking out over the shitty fucking joke. Jeez. Like, Jesus. It's, I don't know. But yeah. So, what is your process? What is your like process of getting a joke? Like, do you think of something funny? You write it on the, your notepad or? Yeah, I have a notepad. Uh, I just get high and <laughs> anything that makes me laugh I go ah, that's funny and I write it down and then I try it and if it's funny I say it again that's I like it I, I think she overthinks things like cause um I don't know why you ask that question a lot in a way because yeah, I want I'm, I'm, I'm generally curious and yeah. also I was what's a your, journalist what's your before. process what do you uh usually I have the thoughts in my head for like a long time mm. and then you know I will try to find something to match it to make it a joke yeah, I have a lot of premises without 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 punchlines. Right. I mean, when you're two years in, I think that at this level, when you're like first starting out, just hit as much stage time as possible, and don't be pressured with your material. Throw it away. It's like you don't want to be five years in and doing jokes that you wrote from your first year because you were shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You should, yeah. you know. So like you know, it takes a long time to get good, and then you have to write out all the shitty material. Like you have a bunch of I shitty material like, in you, you just have to write all that shit out. I think the hardest part about stand up is like just just plain like introducing yourself. Yeah. yeah, especially if you know you're an unknown. Like, yeah, that's that's. Uh, you that's, mean like getting people to see you, like whoever you? Yeah, because the, the, yeah. you have you're like this blank slate. You have people have no idea how to interpret you, so mm-hmm. they they kind of have to. And they're not, they're only half paying attention. Right. Like they're not fully paying attention. So they almost rely on you just saying like hook words and like stereotypes about yourself. So I think I can understand why people like almost dive into the hack material because like it's, it is the easy way out. It is. Yeah. Like I think a hacky joke, everyone has one is I look like blank. blank. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that's do, you, do, you, do you say that? I have one, yeah. I, I like uh, the one you say about like Donna Glover is your leader. Oh yeah, leader no. of your pack. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. really funny. I uh, I do um 
I think I just say I look like every white person's one black friend. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Oh, I, I didn't even. I didn't even write that. I did. I did roast battle, and the person I roasted, uh, his name was Haiti. He he said that about me. And I uh, asked, okay, I take I said, this I said, tag. I said, I said, can I have that? <laughs> he said, yeah. Damn. Damn. You know that's, what's funny? That's one reason like, why I did uh, roast battle was oh. because I wanted to be able to hear what people see when they see me. So oh. That's a good. That's that makes me a lot more open to like. Yeah, I mean. If, if you're having trouble you know. thinking of, you know, because you'll hear it, you'll hear when someone yeah. makes a joke about you and it people is, laugh. It's, and go, like, oh, okay. it's like uh, forced introspection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what you remind me of? Who? Like who? who? Like, like Chris Rock. Chris in Rock. Ninety-five. No, not not like the. It's, it's, a, it's the vibe and stuff. Oh yeah. A little bit. I'll take it. Chris is uh, very good. No, no, no. Not not even the like. I think your jokes are pretty different. Yeah. And your voice are pretty different. Right. Your looks are pretty different. But the thing is. <laughs> You're both black, though. Yeah, but you're both <laughs> black, though. Yeah. Okay, let's get it out, get that out of the way. But <laughs> yeah. And friendly black. Friendly black. Uh, <laughs> Not scary black. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. It's it's the Chris Rock has this fears. He has some vice in him. What? He has some vice in him. Vice. Vices. Vices. V- like yeah. What do you mean? Like vice. Vice. Like what's it, like. Like he looks friendly and everything, and and he does his his oh, thing. But, but you look him in the eye, you know, there's something going on yeah, with this person, oh, and yeah. that's why he's good. Yeah, I mean, I hate fucking milk toast. Fucking like, I don't oh, trust yeah. you if you don't have anything bad in your stand. <laughs> that's like if a you're good it, point. if it's just all yeah good thoughts and good things, and my life is good and I'm a good person, I go that person's a piece of shit. God, that that okay. I just oh. made a revelation about this whole joke thief stuff. Like okay, you're, and it's it's a good thing about comedians. Yeah. Like they're genuine because mm-hmm. they're not fucking tattletales. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you see the problem? I, it, to me, like so it's, you're calling me a tattletale. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying a like, like so comedians don't joke shame mm-hmm. like these thieves. Joe Rogan they're, does. They're though. not tattletales. Joe Rogan does. No, though. I think I think I think that when it's egregious, uh-huh. people do have yeah. a problem with it, and they call people out. But I think also I think it's just. Uh, I think comedians want other comedians respect so much. Yeah, that's that they, true. They're, yeah. They're, that, that's why people are, don't steal jokes, and they if they do, they you know are quickly punished. But, but like, do you agree with me that it seems like for some reason tattletaling is like cool now among like the kids? These oh days? yeah, 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 absolutely. And like, do you you know what my pet theory on this is? It's it's because like these kids were never slapped. <laughs> but if, and, and, and like if you don't like get slapped as a kid like it just makes you more trusting of authority figures in general so you you, you have no problem just going to like any adult telling on somebody and getting like no repercussions yeah i mean the internet is uh people i think people are also addicted to like social media gratification yeah yeah like like twitter karma careful, or like yeah. or, or reddit karma or whatever yeah, yeah it's all addicting it's like a dopamine yeah. hit you know it's like a drug but uh i mean yeah you gotta be careful with all that shit because it is i i try to like people take it personally like i unfollow people on instagram all the time because it's like i don't want to just consume all this garbage mm-hmm. you know maybe like everybody needs to be in a roast battle that way like, <laughs> that, that way they that know because like i think everybody needs to be like tattletailed on to understand <laughs> the consequences of tattletelling you know like i don't know yeah that's that's my take on it uh, but i don't know why like tattletailing 
tattletelling bothers me so much personally. It bothers everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think some people like like aren't bothered by it until they're tattletailed on. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, but I mean, I think everyone. Yeah. uh, I think that's the that's the conclusion. Yeah. I want to hear more about like this this Viceland show, like this whole that whole experience. Like, can you talk about that? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, I was on Viceland. No, you did not watch it. It was <laughs> it was years ago. It was bad, and it was honestly it was a smart way. I think because they were trying to launch their cable network and they wanted a bunch of people to know they existed. Mm-hmm. So they did these mm-hmm. stand up shows all over the country. And so yeah. it was like they went to all these different cities and Viceland coming to this town to shoot was a big deal. So yeah, yeah that got, sounds awesome. They got mm-hmm. people all over the country to know that Viceland even existed as a channel, which was smart. But the show was called Flop House, and it's basically if you're a stand up comedian and you're trying to travel to do shows and early in your career, you probably don't have a ton of money to spend. So if you can stay at a place for free, uh, it's uh, a good thing if you're going to like Denver or Atlanta, wherever you're going. And so a flop house is just like a house where in any Who city. Who owns those houses? It's just kind of like they kind of pop up where it's like if you go to like there's one. Like in, even like in the comedy store, that, like that's a flop house in a way too. Like, the, it's not the club necessarily. Okay. It's like literally like a residence. A, a residence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, there's like this house that right next to the there, comedy store. There is housing yeah. in that the store used to provide a thing for people. But I mean, but that's even like if you're up at the store, you're that you probably wouldn't need to stay at a flop house at this point. That's in your true. Career. Yeah. <laughs> just like a flop house. Like there's one in San Francisco where it's like. I just I, if you go there the person that lives there and everyone else that lives there all do stand up so they're all open micers so it's like if you need a couch to crash on mm-hmm. they'll be uh, open to a stranger crashing on their couch if people from the community kind of recommend them mm-hmm. you know so so you did that did that help your career or no not really what well, yeah. was it like as like just an experience like to be f- kind of filmed in a documentary sort of way like how how regimented was this, was this filming and it was uh, directed by Lance Bangs who if you watch Jackass he was the camera guy that would always vomit remember him oh okay you ever seen Jackass yeah yeah, yeah. he was the camera guy that would always vomit like they was trying I to get see. him to throw up so he directed it he's actually a really cool guy he I think the final product turned out good uh, it just is like I don't know I mean I think people maybe that's what I learned is that I think everyone thinks that's like if I get this credit then suddenly I'm gonna be here yeah. and it never works out that way damn no. you never know what's gonna take you to the next level damn yeah. So, like before that, you 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 were born uh, you were born in Atlanta. Yes, uh, Atlanta or, or another Marietta, place. Which is just outside of Atlanta. Oh, what is it like? I mean, I never. Okay, we were just talking about having a trip, you know, some sometime. Yeah. And I want to go to the deep south because. Yeah. Yeah, never never been there. I want to go to the deep south where they call me a chink. That kind of. Where they call you a chink. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't know, like, I feel like people, like straight like yeah. People I think deep. exaggerate. That. Like, I think people people, ta- people down south aren't as racist as people think. I think that's a stereotype that doesn't necessarily exist. I think people. I mean, first because racism is everywhere. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. say that. You, yeah. yeah. Is this the only place in America you've lived? What? Is this the only place in America? No, no, no. I live in San Francisco. But I got, I got caught oh, well, in Ching a few times in San Francisco. Right, right. Yeah, and San Francisco is yeah, yeah. the most I, liberal city on the I planet. Know, but those know, hippies but can also be racist. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it like growing up in the... What is it like? Georgia is just hot? Um, is there a scene there? Like oh, Atlanta has a there? great comedy scene. Oh, I, didn't, really? I didn't start in the Atlanta scene, but Atlanta has a great comedy scene. Uh, it's very... Uh, very, a lot of good people have come out of it. I think Dulce Sloan, who's on The Daily Show right now, she's the most recent one. Clayton English, he was on that Oh, Clayton talent. English is from there? He's from Atlanta. Oh, he's really funny. I think who else is from Atlanta? A lot of people are from Atlanta. Yeah, it's a big it's a big scene, and they produce a lot of good comedians. I think it's uh, big enough to where like you can like get like good stage time 
and uh, eventually, you know, if you leave Atlanta and decide to pursue it further, you'll probably be a pretty good comedian. So you started out when you were like 19, when you said you yeah, 18, 18. Yeah. Like, do you, do yeah, you how'd you like, yeah. why, why'd you start so young? Like what, what was the impetus? I was in Boston and I, uh, I think I joined like a sketch comedy troupe and one of the guys in the group did stand up. So oh, he mm-hmm. took me and a buddy out to, to an open mic that he was going to do. And then I decided that night just to do it. And I like stand up way better than I like sketch because it's just easier because you don't have to rely on anyone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you think it's easier? True. I yeah. think it's harder. Than sketch? Because I, well, I, I, mean, I play a character in I sketch. I haven't done sketch, but I've, I've done improv. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like improv is so much easier. I've done improv too. In improv general. is easy because you don't have to like plan anything. You just kind of make it up as you go. But then you also just have to rely on other yeah. people. You have to, to rely commit. so oh, yeah, much yeah, yeah. like on your. Your partner, sing partner can totally fuck you up. Or if they don't want to, they don't practice, if they don't show up, you know, like in order to do a gig you all have to be available it's, it is like kind of difficult in that aspect and that's why I look at my stand up is that it's like I just if I have an idea I just mm-hmm. say it and it's, if it works and I want to keep it I do it again and I have to like you know consult with a so did group. you have material when you first go up on that open mic which one? Oh, did I have material ready I think I just wrote down some notes and then just kind of Riffing. Went yeah, winged it. It. yeah 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 that's a good way to do did it. You, did you kill it the first time? I think it did. I did pretty good, I think, the first time. It was a good room. I did. I liked it, yeah. I was thinking, I mean, I like, doing it. I was thinking how many people could have the chance to be a great comic, but just because the first time they went up, it sucks. Yeah. And then they're just like, this is not for me. It wasn't meant for you to begin with then. If you quit because <laughs> you had one bad set, then it wasn't meant for you. No, but if, if it's yeah. the best set, it's the first time you ever want to try, you know? Yeah, but I think you got to be tougher than that. And then yeah, after you that, you have to be delusional. After yes. you have a taste of that, you just keep going. You uh, just kept going. Uh huh. Yeah. I, well, I stopped doing stand up. I because sl- I was doing sketch at the time in Boston, but, it, but I yeah. knew it was something I liked to do. I just didn't have time because I was doing sketch, and then I started doing improv, which I was glad I did because I feel like that is just a good foundation to have before you do stand up is do sketch and improv. Like I tell every stand up comedian, take an improv class because it'll make your stand up better. What's weird, at least to me, I find like a lot of improv people are, are really shitty at stand up though. <laughs> but, right. Cause but uh, I can see the influence on you because the bit about the cat uh-huh, that requires uh-huh. some acting skills. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's, it's more almost, almost like you have to act it out. It's more like a, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The act outs. That's what improv will help you do is that because it's like I did improv at Improv Boston. Like physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah. Im- I did improv at Improv Boston. So I was in like a touring company. So we would travel oh. to different yeah. like cities. It's like Second gigs. City, but the Boston version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically. And like we would do like straight up whose lines anyway style improv. So like short form games, which is like the, mo- the least respect, I think, form of improv. But it was the best. That's good for stand up in a way. Because yeah. it, it's again, it's like characters and scenes. Mm-hmm. So that's all you have to, which is what you want to do in stand up. You want to be able to do yeah. good characters. Characters and then like create scenes when you're telling stories. Yeah, yeah. I think stand up is like, like the the most independent thing like you can do yeah. in a way because like even with improv, it's so reliant on like on like this the teamwork, the synergy, mm-hmm. like your your own physicality. But within stand up, like you you own everything. Like you look that way, you you kind of have to work that into your writing and self. Right. Like, but. It's also yeah. weird when you're, because I feel like M- improv and sketch are very white, so it's like you need. <laughs> it is. So it's whiter than stand up. I think stand up is pretty fucking white. Stand up has too. more. Stand up is pretty white, no, but it does yeah. have. We do have. I mean, we yeah. have. Yeah. We have. There's 
Asians, blacks, Mexicans, mm-hmm. black, you know, there's all and all yeah. different types within those groups that do yeah. stand up. But improv is mostly just goofy hell. white people. So goofy which is, white people. which is fine, <laughs> but it does make it like even when you're like a woman and you're on an improv team with all guys, or if you're mm-hmm. the only black person, only Asian person. That's my your, feeling when I go to like a yeah. open mic. It's always me and a bunch of guys. An open mic? Yeah. Right, but that's different because it's like yeah. when you're, for me at least, because yeah. when you're on stage, you're yeah. in control of oh, okay. how you're representing yourself. But when improv, it's like, if you're like, if you're in a sketch group, if someone writes a sketch and they're like, here, you're Asian, you get this. And then it's like yeah. a white, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. like, yeah, you're black, yeah. so do this. And it's like, I have to do this. <laughs> exactly. And then you go, I don't think that's funny. And then, but also, it's like, am I being, you know, like, you know, yeah. too critical? Am I not being, you know, so it's like a weird line you have to mm-hmm. kind of walk. Do you still do improv while you're no, in LA? I haven't done it since I've been, well, in LA. I mean, I did it in Boston because they were paying me, so that's why I did it. Well, it sounds like awesome. you know, it yeah. sounds like you'd be a good fit for like the Groundlings. Like they are all maybe. about characters and I mean, stuff, right? I would maybe do it, but the classes are expensive, so it's not just that. It's just I, I, I don't know. I've never met somebody who can do both very well. Really, it just requires your time investment. It does it's not because you cannot do it. It does. I'm pretty sure a lot of people can, but you just can't hit as many mics and and right. shows if you have rehearsals. You know. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's it also why tricky, a lot of like yeah. some like improv people, uh, famous ones, yeah. sometimes they would drop in to do a stand up bit yeah. and it's never good. Never good, no. It's never good. They think they can do it, but it's also just I think yeah. stand up is just much easier to monetize. Once you can like sell tickets, you can just go to a room and mm-hmm. put yeah. on a show. But it's like, you know, improv, I can't think of any like famous improvisers who aren't acting really. Yeah. But, but, but that's even, eventually yeah. what they want to be, right? I mean, yeah, so I think that's also eventually what they want to be. I mean, Middle Ditch and Schwartz, Thomas Middle Ditch and uh, that guy Ben Schwartz, yeah, they, they tour they tour as yeah, they tour as improv, improv guys. Yeah, yeah, they do Are a they two part man, of two comedy Bam Bang or are they just friends with I think them? they're just friends. Okay. Um but they I mean and that works for them. And I think that they were just both famous and able uh-huh. to do this, you know. Yeah, that's a big difference. It's a big difference because you could be not famous and make money as a stand-up and have yeah. survive. So who are your biggest influence, like as a comedian, just in general? Uh, I love Daniel Tosh. I just watched his special. I introduced someone to his special who hadn't seen him because I think most people think of him as Tosh.0. Oh, if you watch <laughs> his stuff from before the show, he's one of the best stand-ups, I think. He's very dry in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Is he like Anthony Jeselnik kind no, of I style? Think, I no, I think... Well, he is. I think Anthony Jeselnik kind of ripped off Daniel Tosh, to Oh, be really? They look like a little bit to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean... They're both white. I, I yeah. think Tosh is better than uh, Jeselnik. Mm-hmm. I think... Uh, I'm not a. I, I don't mean, know. I like Jeselnik a little more personally. Really? Just just because I I've, I've a darker kind of sensibility or, or more morbid. I just yeah. feel like his jokes get yeah. tired. Get, yeah. It get it gets tired. So I get after sick of a little it. while. I can watch for 15 minutes, but then after yeah. that, I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. I think he I, lives in the perfect world of like three minutes YouTube clips. Yeah. You know, oh. which not works to, for him. Not to say he's not funny. I think he's very funny. But, yeah, yeah, really funny. Yeah. But the funny thing is, okay, you told me about like Daniel Tosh, like I think our first, uh, like two guests before, Rob told me his influence is Dan Cook. Dan Cook, really? The thing is that he said the first Comedy uh, Central special of Dan Cook is so different than after he sold out and whatever. Right. So I really learned a lot of things of, you know, a lot of the hacky people that you thought are hacky mm-hmm. were actually really good. They have a side oh, yeah. and you mm-hmm. never saw. You oh know? yeah, I mean, I when I showed this person Daniel Tosh, and I watched like a few people, and we all kept commenting on how like there are like five Daniel Tosh jokes that we hear open micers do now. Oh really? They don't. Whoa. They don't realize. I, I really need to check out his watch his, his first stuff. special. I, think, I only know that serious. fucking stupid show. You know? Yeah, I mean, and the show is like he's just, that's what you know. 
he uses to make money. And I know. Candace. But he if gotta you pay ever, his bill. Even, even if you have the chance to see Daniel Tosh live, watch him live. He was the best stand-up I've ever seen live. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. He's really? still, is he still doing stand-up? Yeah, yeah. Is he around? Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he doesn't go up in L.A. as much, but uh, I saw him in he Vegas. He tours? He tours, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, but if you, but honestly, watch his first special. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's one of the I best will, specials. I will check this out. I will definitely yeah. check yeah. this out. I like yeah. it because, like, you're you're telling me this whole new light of this guy that I pretty much only know. The same thing about Dan Cook. I want to check yeah. out Dan Cook's first special, mm-hmm. too, after mm-hmm. after. Damn, people have dimensions to them. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Uh, I, I love um, I love Dave Chappelle. Patrice O'Neill is another one who's really oh, funny. Man. Oh, yeah. Rest he's so yeah. funny. Patrice O'Neill is hilarious. And then uh, I love Louis C.K. too. I think Louis is great. Yeah. He is another person where I hear people... I heard uh, what's her face, the girl from Broad City. Yeah, Lana, she's doing the Amazon. fat one or the one with the <laughs> the one with the curly hair. Oh, the curly hair. Okay, uh, she's, hair. She's doing an Amazon special, and the tra- the joke from the trailer was a Louis C.K. joke, and I was like, a lot of people have damn. Louis C.K. jokes. They, they write Louis. But, I mean, he I mean, he was prolific, you know. So it's it's very funny because did, did you watch uh, Horace and Pete? Uh, I think I did. I didn't like love it. I think Louis is a better stand up than he is anything else. I actually love his, I love both. I like Louis, like Scores and Pete. I also like his stand up. Yeah. I can't like unhear the word prolific and not like masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> he is a prolific masturbator as yeah, well, though. Is. Ain't nobody masturbating like Louis. <laughs> I think all comedians are prolific masturbators. Right, like, for real. It's, it's no fap, no existence for. Yeah. That comedians. sounds like a good like Instagram yeah. handle. Prolific masturbator. Prolific masturbator. <laughs> Louis doesn't yeah. have an Instagram. Um, the handle God, might be open. That word. Patrice O'Neill. I have this idea. I'm going to write that fucking thing. I have this idea of writing this t- shitty pilot that pretty much is not going to be made a- yeah. at all about Bill Burr and, and Patrice O'Neill, those two characters, oh, opening a pawn shop like in Atlanta, an Atlantic City, yeah. why they're trying to be the resident of the shitty, you know, like uh, they can't they can do it in, in Las Vegas, so they right. did it in Atlantic City. They open this pawn shop, and then they're doing their sets at night. That's just the whole premise. Yeah, That just, might work like 50 years from I mean, now. Does it have to like, be, it has to be Bill Burr and Patrice O'Neill? <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm going to write like it as their name. style character. Oh, but okay. you can okay. find other people, it's just a, yeah. you can be a fat black right, comedian right. and a ginger comedian. <laughs> ginger comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. I like the dynamic, I mean, I keep hearing stories about them, and Bill Burr talks about yeah. I like Bill Burr a lot Bill like, Burr is I'm a really huge good. fan so he talks about like stories about Patrice all the time and yeah. I just I just feel like they have a very interesting dynamic because Bill Burr is a very sensitive person yeah he's a very fucking sensitive person and Patrice doesn't give a fuck no he just rips him he did apart not give a fuck. God, I wonder what Bill Burr would be like if he went to like uh, an LA high school around like when emo was big like what do you mean like because you know you said he's like a sensitive oh, person oh he is I mean if if under the right environment, do you think he would be like just straight up emo? Would he be emo? No, no, because like, yeah. his father told him don't be, don't be a pussy. Like right. he would want to yeah, be an right. emo, but he couldn't. <laughs> wow. Or he would just like be an emo in his own bedroom and then hate himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. And, like point. punch the fucking mirror, like shatter the mirror with a fist. Damn. Yeah, that would be him. Interesting. So Patrice. Daniel Tosh, that's mm-hmm. the first. Yeah, Daniel. I've never really heard good. anybody saying my. He's really good. Wow. You know, a lot of people who were like actually funny, like 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 Tosh. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
I noticed that. But interesting. Interesting. I didn't even know like he was a stand-up. Really? No. Yeah, that's funny. A lot of people just know him from the show, and I think the show is like kind of a watered-down version of his stand-up because he is just commenting on stuff on the internet. But um, his stand-up is like again, it was like we watched the special, and it was from years ago. And it was like there were like at least three or four jokes that were like, yeah, people do this joke now, and they don't realize he already did it years ago. You would, you, would you do it like would you like come up with a joke then because this happened to me and then you watch some famous person special and mm-hmm. then you realize you're not stealing from him but essentially it's oh, a very yeah, similar yeah, joke yeah, 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 would yeah. you ditch the joke yeah I had a joke uh, I mean I had a joke similar to Dave Chappelle's Michael Jackson joke from his last special where I think we made like a similar point he made it in his voice and I made yeah. it in my voice but I'm not gonna sit there and say Dave Chappelle stole my joke he obviously just yeah <laughs> but you just decided to, to throw it away uh, I have it recorded I might release it I don't know I just uh, I don't I don't I don't uh, about Macaulay Culkin I don't think being I'm, delicious <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I think it was just uh, we had similar takes on it but it's like I don't, I don't think that you know I, I don't think it's, it's a problem because Michael Jackson is such a big topic yeah it's such a big so topic yeah I don't think that, sure that matters I like mean if a I had a thousand comedians have this you know a joke about Michael Jackson right everyone had a take on it so if I, if I had a thing that was like not related to anything else or just like a funny thought I had mm-hmm. and then another comedian had it and they're way bigger than me I probably would just dish the thought yeah that's a good idea <laughs> like it's just too easy to get you know accused of joke thieving but yeah. uh, it's not even just joke thieving it's just like the moment you know okay it's been done before it's right. just not yeah okay. it's just it just lose the charm to you yeah 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 you don't want to be you know retreading on stuff that people already talked about i feel like this is like a vanity fair interview but i have to ask you this question <laughs> like who do you want to be like essentially like eventually not like being another person in style but yeah. in terms of like career wise like like who you know you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who don't want to do me? Do, if you say you want to be Daniel Tosh, have a big show, make a lot of money. I mean, this is such a pretentious speed. question. Yeah, I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, that's what I say. It sounds like a Vanity Fair interview. I think uh, I would want to just be working. I'd want to like be able to like support myself doing stand up. Uh, my it, goal. I mean, I I think you have to have something on television or in movies in order to sell tickets. Unfortunately, I yeah, mean, that's true. Maybe yeah. that's changing now, like with podcasts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I would want to do that eventually. It would be nice to like be on a television show or be in movies. But um, I mean, my main love is being able to just do stand up and like all over the country. I don't want to be one of those people that just stays in L. A. or stays. Yeah, in LA all yeah. The time. Are you touring at all? No, <laughs> just seeing LA, not even San Diego. I mean, I, sometimes. I don't, I don't call going to another city and doing a bunch of shows there a tour. I know a lot of comedians do, oh. but I mean, my friend said the best. He goes, "What's a one city tour? Does that exist?" <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's a trip. Uh, open, I'm tripping. Oh, all right, all right. You're going on vacation and doing comedy while you're there. And open mics will do that. Well, they'll post, "I'm going to, on a tour in New York City," and they'll post, post a bunch of shows. Oh, in fucking New York City. Reno. Right, right. Like, just say, just say you're going to New York City and doing shows. Don't call it. Tour. Okay, so like, um, you know, this, this entire podcast is kind of based on the premise that uh, like a lot of people like do comedy because they're kind of fucked up in, in some kind of way. So like, far, it's proven to be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'm, I'm pretty much an incel. Like, um, <laughs> like, like um, she's kind of like, um, I don't know what, what I, I, I can't quite. I mean, I, I guess you're like a little too alpha for your own good. Um, <laughs> I see why you're an insult. Okay, so, <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah, so, so uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you a story that I told Maximo before. Is my, uh, when I was eight, that's the first time I saw what is a porn DVD. Yeah, yeah. Because my dad stashed it between my mattress and bed. 
Why? And I dig it up. Why did he stash it between your mattress? Because uh, my parents are going through this divorce. Oh, and he was, <laughs> no, he she was, won't look here. That's no, hilarious. no, no. He was exiled to my bedroom, so he oh. has to live in my bedroom while I I, I moved to my the master bedroom. Yeah. So for the whole year, they when they are under the same roof, they mm-hmm. will call each other mm. on the phone when the person is literally right there. Wow. And then he must be really horny, so he he right. stashed it there, and I take it. I don't know what it is. I told my mom. You know, uh, what is this? My mom said, your dad ain't shit. Your dad ain't <laughs> shit. That's hilarious. I'm working on this joke, too, but this That's is a true funny. thing. The yeah. joke is going to start with, like, how old were you when you find out your it daddy ain't shit? It doesn't need to be a joke. It's, it's just a story, <laughs> and it works. Yeah, at least a good story. Yeah. And then I believe in that for many, many years really? until I realize, until I grew up to an age when I re- understand, okay, that's just, you know, that's human normal. being, human being. Yeah. But I had that thought in me, my dad ain't shit. What was the, what was the porn? What was your dad Oh, it's a schoolgirl. Schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the girl who cheats. Girl who cheats. Damn. I vividly remember this girl with a very big. Wow, bush. your dad is a cuck. Uh, not really. Cause like, cause like, it's a schoolgirl. My mom's not a schoolgirl. I guess there you have two fetishes in in that scenario, like the schoolgirl and like watching somebody cheat. Yeah. But okay. uh, anyways, he also beat up my mom. So ah, I guess. Geez. But I think I'm a pretty put together person. But people yeah, yeah, put keep, together. Yeah, people keep telling me I'm fucked up, so I think I am. Yeah, I what know. about you? What about you? My fucked up i don't know i uh i mean i think i had a tumultuous childhood i was moved i moved around a lot and that's why i kind of like i think maybe first discovered being funny was i'd go to a lot of different schools and so a quick way to make friends is to be funny what's the reason for you is the, the your parents work my parents are separated and so i was oh. just bouncing around from a lot of different schools like i didn't i, I didn't go through like from k through 12 like with the same group of kids i feel like i went to like a bunch of different schools. it's hard to maintain friends that way yeah definitely yeah that's why yeah you say you have like a like a like a attachment disorders from that attachment disorders uh, <laughs> I, don't, I probably yeah I don't know I don't think about it that way I guess but probably yeah. or maybe ADD I'm not sure ADD but I don't think my, I have ADD it reminds me of my boyfriend like he had the same you know reason but for different reasons like his father is a drug addict mm. right and then he owes a lot of people money all the <laughs> fucking time <laughs> so they move to fucking avoid the, the debt collectors right really? and he can never maintain friends and he also had a lot of cats uh, but every time he moves uh, some cats were just were lost I, I also want to know yeah. that like that, that his dad looks like Garth from Wayne's World so imagine, <laughs> imagine all that too. yeah <laughs> but yeah I think I think you don't have to be fucked up to be in stand-up but I think a lot of stand-up but it helps like it kind of it kind of uh, promotes fucked up behavior. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Do you think it's a good thing? I don't think it necessarily is a good thing. It's like the whole, the whole meta thing that kind of uh, you know you know kind of dig into your own pain and stuff too much. Like you're glorifying this whole you're putting yeah. like a lens of you know artistic I mean, lens over it. I think yeah. I think I think it's I think comedy is therapeutic. It's not therapy. So I don't like seeing people get up there and I feel like they're just, I mean, that's why I didn't like Gatsby special because I just felt like this is like a therapy session. Hmm. You know, you're just kind of just putting everything out there but without like making it. You Tim, know. you're making me warm up to her material. I kind of like the idea of like what you're talking about. No, he sucks. She sucks. No, but the I, problem I like is the not I... the therapy session. It's like yeah. she put herself as the therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even the person who needs therapy. Right, that's true. She's that's kind really of talking sh- down to you. Yeah, okay, you, like, oh, that's, you have that's problems a, and I'm going to yeah. fix you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that's, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 the, Dance clown. that's a great take on that. That's that perfect 
perfectly kind of articulates that that difference between like condescension and like a genuine kind of like kind of openness that is kind of entertaining because i like the idea of being vulnerable opening up of watching like therapy is entertainment to me like there's nothing more entertaining than that but if you're doing it as though you are like the savior that that's kind of fucked up but i'm not entertained with just people just opening up it has to be entertaining it has to be a joke it has to be jokes because i mean anyone can get up there and just have no problems opening up this seems to be Mm -hmm. this new movement of alternative seeing yeah you know when they just they just like oh comedy you can't define it the way you want yeah and then by not being funny by not telling jokes Uh uh-huh like you can't just say oh this is my style right you know Like yeah. ha- there has to be a joke in it because it's fucking hard to write a joke. It is, so and also if, I think I think I think the most vulnerable thing you can do is say this is something I think is funny and earnestly try and make people laugh with it. And I think a lot of comedians like to not do that. Like they have to do this kind of removed thing where it's like they like to seem like it's like this like style of comedy where it's like I don't care comedy where it's like they're up there like they seem like they're cooler than you and they're like they're like really low energy and it's like they'll say things and it's like you can't almost tell where the punchlines are supposed to be. So if you don't hear one for a long time, then it doesn't seem like they're bombing, you know? But oh. it's like one of the most vulnerable things you can do is hear someone tell a setup punchline and yeah. hear silence. It's and like, then that it didn't person, work. It right, didn't work. it didn't work. You yeah. know it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. but he's trying. Right, like, I know, but, right. He's I know to he's do trying, yeah. yeah. But a lot of people Damn. like to avoid that by doing like this very like low-key, like relaxed. I call it I don't care comedy. Like they always like they have somewhere better to be on. Damn, White guys. Observant. White guys. that's observant. I know somebody, I have, I have a friend like that and that... Do, you, do good, I know this person? You haven't met him, but okay. that's a good criticism. I will like start with a T. My brain and really is this an Italian to, name? Um, Italian first name? No. Call me Italian first name? No, no. Okay, you, not you that will person. not guess right, who this right, person right, is because right. you never met him. Okay. Yeah. So what about this person? He he fits into that. Scenario? Oh yeah, he totally fits into that. You, you just say scenario. he sucks. You just you're saying he sucks. No, he, he's a good writer. <laughs> he's a good writer. It's just that his material it's it's all the same. Um, it's all delivered the same way, and an audience can only take that for so long. Right. Because like 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 you said like you with with Jeselnik even, yeah yeah like you but he's said good like, at what it's he's good doing. it's good in three minutes you right. know? yeah the, but you like, also know when clip. you were supposed to laugh with the Jeselnik joke and yeah if you know one laughs and you know it didn't work yeah so he looks foolish for uh-huh. you know a few seconds right until he can make them laugh again uh-huh you know which is I think the most vulnerable thing you can do on stage but a lot of people try to avoid that by just being like it's like kind of like a style of comedy that's got popular in LA in the past like five years yeah it's, that's, that's, that's such country, an awesome mindset to to kind of um, to kind of own up to like to bombing in a way or at least to like a good way to frame yourself to like prepare for that like yeah oh my god that was silent yeah yeah I don't think you bomb as much, right? As you get Some, better. No, you're still gonna bomb. You're, there's yeah. But the, but the ratio. Yeah, the ratio change? gets better, hopefully. But uh, you're still gonna have moments where like you go, oh man, that didn't go well. And I think you should. You should be pushing yourself. So you should be like mm-hmm. doing things that make you know being funny more difficult, especially when you're first starting out, to like make your skills as sharp as possible. Doing shitty rooms, 
being unlikable on stage that's like one thing i think being unlikable what do you mean can you dig deeper into that because I, I that i saw you the other night and the audience reaction was not good but i like the set a lot <laughs> you know i like the set a lot is that a good example um we talked was that in the improv yes yeah I, well yeah i think uh in that set i mean the, i think that that room was just uh Kind it's of. a weird yeah, room. I went, up, I went up first, and I felt like it wasn't like. Yeah, that's. It always sucks yeah, to go take up first. The fucking bullet. Yeah. But I mean, I could have done the stuff that I think would have, you know, started the room up. But I decided to do something different. I look like your only right, black right, friend. Right, 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 right. You can do all that, <laughs> or you can just you know go for whatever. But I think I mean last time about being unlikable. I think uh, going on stage. I think everyone tries to present their best version of themselves when mm -hmm. they first start out because they want yeah. to get laughs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then once you figure that out, try and present the worst version of yourself and see if you can make you know people laugh. With worst that. version of yourself? What do you mean, like as a person or as your comedy? Or? Uh, I mean, I I don't do it. A lot of people. I mean, I have a lot of people. I think I don't do it like because I don't. I go up there. I guess I guess I'm trying to think of a way to describe me. It's like I'll go on stage and if I okay, like here's an example. Uh -huh. uh, if I'm doing Burt's back room and i yeah that's noticed, not a very easy well I, I noticed all the people in the room are mostly women and i'm going to do bits about women yeah i will use the word bitches instead of women <laughs> just because i know the girls aren't gonna like it so now if i tell this joke again and next I replace, time next time try cunt just a little a little something that'll it's like now when i do this joke and i replace i put women back the joke is like on fire, you know, because it's I, I took out the part that people didn't like, you know, <laughs> it's just a way of like making it easier for or just go on stage and be very. I mean, oh, God, like the, I never I heard know, a black it. person saying the word cunt. <laughs> I don't think so Americans it'd be say very that funny. Much. Yeah, it'd be very funny if you say that. I'm waiting for your cunt bit. But right. a lot, I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of comedians have like this, this. That that Bill Burr fantasy of like of like what do you mean Bill Burr fantasy? You know you know that amazing Philly set. Oh right, oh. right. The audience is like just completely like not not into it. Not into like it. They're and then drunk. Bill yeah. Burr just fucking rants and right. he sticks his guns. Right, and he, get, he has them at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. But he's fucking Bill Burr. That, that's why I do it because yeah. it is like I think you have to practice being hated sometimes yeah. like when like i'm at that's the point where i'm at right now uh -huh. where it's like you can when you're first starting out just try and be funny but once you yeah. figure that out see what it's like to be hated and see if you can like you know turn that, it like, turn that it back flop sweat yeah. turn around yeah. and at that, that flop sweat Jeez. your heart starts beating fast see if you can like numb yourself to that because mm -hmm. then like when you're in philly and you have a thousand people booing you you can go fuck you <laughs> i don't care that's why i say you remind me of Chris Rock. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. after like I think the special Never Scared. Oh, yeah, he did yeah. his last bit about you know, uh, I forgot. Uh, you know, I'm home. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you cheated on your woman and right, your woman right, never right, trusted right. you. And you drop his mic and you look at the camera. Yeah, just that fucking look. Yeah. I feel like you have that kind of vibe. Oh, okay. That that's 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 the thing. I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think that's what you need to do. I think one thing people don't like is the person who desperately wants to be liked oh man mm. that's so cringy yeah. that's what zio always complains about like yeah what, 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 no no remember that one uh that one comic in that um sh that open mic where yeah. like he's oh like, I, I forgot what he Ice said house. Ice house. yeah but i forgot yeah. what he said like he, he said something about not liking the joker movie oh yeah he's yeah. being woke he's like being uh, a feminist yeah. pro woman something oh, like that there's just something really snivelly about about it where yeah. you can tell like you're just saying he's that, wagging so, his like, tails yeah, 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 he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. can you like me yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. where's the Asians I want 
I want to get signed. You don't have right. the Asians exactly. in the room. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. But then there's like the opposite too, where it's like the people that refuse to like play ball, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like this is also a business and you have to work with other people. So yeah, yeah. You can't give everyone the middle finger. Mm-hmm. God, God that, ma- uh, that makes me, I love this question, but what is a job that like you would just, either be shit at or just never like the exact opposite of a job you want i think every job that's not stand-up i'm terrible Whoa. at everything else yeah this is the only thing i am good at mm-hmm. <laughs> how about yourself me yeah what is a job that i'm terrible at or just something you would fucking hate or oh, would be man. bad at or or some combination of that I'm actually good at a lot of shitty jobs, even wow. things I don't like. I think I'll be a terrible teacher. Really? Because I don't think I will. I will just fucking curse all the time. And I might be a good teacher. I feel like, but I feel like eventually I would get. And oh, I don't have patience. Yeah. yeah. I, I would call the kids a fucking retard. Fucking retard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can do that in China, though, right? Like, no, you can't call you people a fucking retard. You can't. You can call them a retard, but you can't say them a fucking like retard. Okay. Oh, Thank God. No, we don't have problem with the retard, the R word, but we have problem with the fucking part. Oh, okay. So I know my son's a retard, but why do you call him a fucking retard? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong funny. with you? Yeah. I'm, what about uh, you? For me, like, I would, I would have a really like. Like, you know how, like, you go to Vegas and there's some people that, like, hand you um, these, like, stripper cards? Mm-hmm. Like, I would have the such pips? a... No, no, like, in <laughs> Vegas, they, they just hand out free like stripper cards. But are they come to pimps? Your room. They're not pimps. pimps. No, they're no. just... They're, 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 they're salespeople. They're just, kinda... they're just the people hire them to pass out flyers. Yeah, yeah. that seems like such a hard job. But, but why like... specifically the strippers in Vegas? Um, that'll understand the connection. No, no, no. I, I, there's something about handing out, like, a flyer, and it's not just a flyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> why did you buy... Oh, my God, I have to tell you this. Uh, wait, my mom But so used... stripper would be worse than anything else? No, no, no. Like handing out the stripper card, like on the street. There's something like I did. I did this when I was a kid because my mom used to have a plastic surgery business. Uh-huh. So basically, he, she would print out those flyers of boob jobs and nose <laughs> oh, jobs. Really? And That's then, almost the same thing. It's Holy worse. Shit. It's fucking worse. Okay. Yeah. So I have to hand them to to like women. Yeah. So basically, that bitch should be surgery. Yeah. That sounds like I such like a horribly 13. difficult job. That sucks, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like rejection. standing and they're mad at me uh-huh. when they saw like what's 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 on the flyer. They're like, do I look really look like that ugly that yeah, you think not. I need surgery? Yeah, I think you you may want to take a look at this. Yeah. I think that's worse than the Vegas thing. Really? Why? Well, I'm job. curious as to why your mind immediately went to like strippers and prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's more about the cards. Yeah, we know where you're going. Sexually Jesus frustrated. Christ, man. It's, it's more about like the cards. Yeah. Like, Let's go to a strip club after this. Yeah. <laughs> See, he, he was interested in the burlesque, you know. Yeah, he's like, burlesque? Wait, what? His eyes lit up and his dick moved. God damn it. Are you getting laid? You're not getting laid? No, of course not. You always come down to this question every oh, guest I mean, like they eventually pick up they're like yeah. are you getting laid <laughs> does every guest ask yes because it is yeah. it's just that obvious <laughs> no but it is true they're like you can just spot like a, do you like feel a, like you don't get laid uh, from doing stand up uh no, no just, I don't just, think I stand up just, just everything about it. me yeah everything about you yeah it is hard because you can do really well on stage and it is it is it makes you attractive. are you getting laid like constantly <laughs> 
I'm doing all right. I'm doing all pretty right. good. Yeah. 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 You have a, a all right vibe. You know? An all right vibe. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. You don't look like this guy fucks. You're not <laughs> that kind of guy. But you're not this like guy this guy fucks. does not fuck at all. You're not that okay. guy either. I'm in between. That's yeah, a good place to be. You're just average. Yeah. It's a good place to be. Yeah. Because sometimes girls won't fuck the guy that looks like this guy fucks. Really? I think so. Just out of like spite. Like more, they, they, more out of shame. I'd what do you mean shame? Like, like I think like they're ashamed. Oh. Like, yeah. Like almost oh. slush shame. Oh, like, oh yeah. like like everyone fucks this guy, so I'm not gonna fuck him. Yeah, it's yeah, like I think I agree. I think that's yeah. what the, the mentality behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is like do guys have the same uh, kind of uh, point of view for girls who like who who fucks everybody and everybody knows? She oh fucks yeah, everybody? I think that's worse for girls. Yeah, if you see a girl that fucks everybody, you go. Ugh, I don't want to. No, like, the, <laughs> but they don't exist. What do you mean they don't exist? About girls no, that no, fuck no, everybody? No, there's no it's, girls that fuck everybody. I mean, at least for free. I mean, let's dive into this. So what? At least we're free. What the fuck are you talking about? When's the last time you got laid, man? Uh, I don't even know. You don't I even don't know. know. Yeah. This is memory. Is it within uh, five years? Um, maybe. I don't know. Wow. Oh, How old man. are you? Thirty-five. Oh yeah, man! You gotta get out there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus! You gotta get you some. What's your advice? Everybody try to get everybody on this podcast. Try try to I, get I don't advice. even want to hear this, but um, you don't want to hear it. Well, yeah, look, I mean, you're open about you take it. Your shot. You're yeah. open about it, which is good. Take your shot. I mean, hmm, I don't know. I gotta know more about you. Like, what? Uh, what do you have? Fe- platonic female friends? No, her. Oh, that's I, good. Yeah. That's a good place to start. Yeah, <laughs> don't fuck her. Oh, I have a boyfriend. Okay, yeah. good. She has a boyfriend. But yeah, you gotta have some. If you have some women around you, I think that'll help you out. Oh, like how? Just because I think women trust. Oh, I have a bit about it. Where oh, it's like women trust like guys with the female. Well, it, it's, it's female. Like, yeah, it's, it's like Epstein. It's like like a, Epstein <laughs> needed like Jis Lane Maxwell. Don't, don't bring up Epstein. <laughs> but it's true. Like, no, no. He was. She was pivotal in the Sex Island operation. Okay, well, we're yeah. not we're not talking about running some sort of uh, child prostitute ring. It's consensual, okay? Uh, yes, Jesus. yes, and no children. But what we're saying, I think it's just like just having women around is like a much of. I mean, because it yeah, is like like Epstein. Like, oh my okay, god! Well, don't say that. That's definitely gonna not help you get laid. Just bring up Epstein next time when you have a date. Yeah, yeah, that's what girls. That, that you girls will get laid like. real so fast. Yeah. But you have you have Ashley as a friend. Is she your friend? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, and we then, have two platonic friends. You don't you don't you don't try and, and fuck them, right? You're very like. Oh, well, she's married. No. I have she's a married. Good. Yeah, that's a good place to start. Yeah. You know Ashley? You did shows with her. Ashley, her. Oh, Shapiro. Oh yeah, okay. I think I know the, her. the Why Not show, uh, show. You guys were on Oh, really? We're on that one? Okay, yeah. yeah, I probably know her. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you probably know her. Oh yeah. yeah, speaking of shows, like, didn't you start hosting like that, the Sycamore, or did oh, that I, not start yet? Oh, I started. I started. What, what's that like? Is that like a oh, new Oh, they they rotate hosts. Have you been okay. to the Sycamore Tavern? Yeah, open yeah, mic? yeah, yeah. So they rotate like uh, they have like four hosts a night. Every every person just hosts like half an hour. Oh, okay. You know, it was yeah, it was pretty cool. I always liked that place. Mm-hmm. I think the you know. It's, it's a different it's not as sad as you know birds and the fourth wall those those slotted right right room because it's there are more different. people like would you say you have like new material just as from like a host perspective like a new what do you mean new material because like you know as a, as a host like you you you're you're almost on the spot even more because like you have to kind of react to okay who just i think i like think that. in my opinion i think it's okay to throw a few hacky jokes as yeah. a reaction in between uh-huh. sets yeah like i would do this very fucking Hacky joke when this when this guy talking about like uh, his experience being a dad blah 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 mm-hmm. you know 
And I was like, oh, give up to the dad, you know. Yeah. At least you're around, not like my dad. Like, that's a very fucking hacky joke. It's not necessarily hacky. But I mean, it works, just, it just, works for that. Riffing. Yeah, I think if it works for that. Like, I feel like I feel like I have the license to be a little bit hacky. Just, just because yeah. you have to come up with something quick. I want to yeah. reference the, the last person mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, you or should. You, or keep you the don't have going. to. You don't have to. Some hosts to just bring the next person on, you know, without saying anything. Yeah. But that's the only takeaway I have so yeah. far. Yeah. I don't I, know. I th- you host a lot, right? I've hosted before, yeah. So what what is your I mean, I, I only hosted once. Like what is, what is uh, your advice for um, hosting in general? I think that Do you, you do crowd work? Yeah, I do crowd work. Uh, I think I do whatever it takes to make the show good. I think that if you're a host, you extra can't have that attitude of I don't want to be here because that's oh. the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of totally. people don't make good hosts because they they're comedy depends on them seeming aloof or like they don't yeah. care it's like oh. you have to be a beacon of positivity as yes it yeah. just That's doesn't work word, like i hate david spade as a host for instance like, oh really really yeah because comedy like, isn't that bad his stand-up is but i'm just solid. saying like that's it's not a good host fight. Oh, he's always sarcastic i mean i can imagine yeah, yeah david spade would be a bad host for like a com- yeah. before he was famous obviously yeah. would be a bad host for a comedy show because he'd be yeah he's all kind of sarcastic and stuff mm-hmm. like that and snarky yeah. Which you can be, because if the crowd wants that, like, I mean, I did a show last night. I, I closed out Comedy Chaos, and it was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know was hosting. It was at the store in, okay. in the, the, the main room. It's Sam Tripoli's show. But, oh, okay. Uh, when I went up, it was like after all the, like, the famous people have gone up. Mm-hmm. So, and you go out there thinking you're going to do your jokes. And it's like, they don't want to hear your jokes. They heard Chris D'Elia's jokes. So, like, <laughs> fuck, your, fuck your jokes. So, I just was like super antagonistic with the audience. I mean, I think I ended my set by saying, fuck you, bitch, and flipping, <laughs> and flipping, off, and flipping off some lady. And people clapped because it was like, I was yeah, at, at that late at night, yeah. they want, it was authentic and they want to be entertained. They so, they want, they want to see something they haven't seen yet. God, I I love late night at, at the comedy store. It's, yeah. it's always a. You come fu- more often. I always try to drag you out for shows. Yeah, and, and but, likes. but but I, I just love how fucking wild it gets. You just like, stay at home being a prolific masturbator instead of coming. Instead of going. You gotta get you word. laid, man. Yeah. This podcast will get you laid. I don't know. But, no. Uh, I'm gonna get you laid. If you get to, if you keep at it, enough people will listen. Yeah, some some girl we'll will slide in your DMs. Some lady, and, and I will leave. <laughs> what the and then you, you, you work make sure Jeez. it's consensual that's very this, important this sounds like Epstein's <laughs> up are you on are you on, are you on uh, like dating apps I don't, I don't like dating I, apps oh I, I you know the last time like I was on it like um it just kind of crushed me, so I, I think <laughs> I think I need to like lay off it till like yeah. um I you still haven't got have, over it. I have some like some iota of um of self esteem back, but yeah. it's not there. It's you like you have, bomb so bad, you right. just need a few days to recover. No, like yeah. it, it's been That's months. But you can't. You gotta it's get. It's been months. I mean, and I, I still haven't recovered. I say, <laughs> I say fuck the apps. I think you gotta go in person. Nobody does that anymore. So that don't. Yeah. Well, you on the, are you on the app? Uh, one of the apps? Uh-uh, uh-uh. No. 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 Yeah, it only works for Chad, but Chad, uh, Chad. Yeah. God, you are. Do you, do you date Chad. like female comics at all? Yeah. Sometimes it sounds like he fucks female. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have. I've. Uh, I've done that. It gets weird sometimes. He always. They always say it's a bad idea. Like, do I you mean, know? I think it's like 
you're gonna fuck the people you know, and if you're in comedy, you're gonna know a ton of female comics. So just and female comics, you're gonna know a ton of male comics. Yeah, there's always there's always drama in every every circle. Yeah. So yeah, you might, as, your, you might as well test the waters. As long as you're not just, being super shitty to people, then I think yeah. you'll be all right. And I think there's gonna be a. I mean, it's like you'll break up with someone. And I think it'll be weird, maybe for a little while, but eventually it's just like time moves on. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah. Look, you look like a guy you don't care that much. I don't care a lot. Yeah. No, so maybe that's yeah. why. <laughs> Bitch is not ain't your problem. Bitch is ain't. It's not your focus. <laughs> that's funny. No, not, not my focus. focus. Yeah, I, fucking, I just want to get good at stand up. Hmm. Not here I think fuck. you're gonna be famous one day. I, I, I hope so. Yeah. I really think. Yeah. So we're at like one fifteen. Yeah. Like, do you have any like shows to promote? Oh yeah. Do, do you, you want any? Uh, just follow me on Instagram at this Jordan Perry. That's where I post a lot of stuff, and I'm gonna be trying to get my followers up on there. So yeah, that's. Do all you have I'm any saying. show like in the coming like January and stuff? January after mm, New Year. I think I'm at the West Side Comedy Theater on the fourth. Oh, Westside Comedy yeah. Theater. Okay. Like, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the show is, but I'm I'm there. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, we will fun. we will put it on when we put out the poster. Nice, thank you. Yeah, I think you. I truly think you're gonna be famous. <laughs> thank and you. Yeah. Please give so. me a gas so opening spot. Oh yeah, I'll remember. I'll remember. <laughs> you guys were here on the come up, so I'll remember you. <laughs> and we have a videotaped. You know, you're right. You're right. That you said yes. Yes. So <laughs> oh, to, uh, All right. Words, just Black trying to hustle meal. here. Blackmail. Talk. How are you not getting laid? You can play guitar. <laughs> he can draw. He can, he can play draw. Guitar. He has all these skills, he man. Tesla. He, 